You guys are listening to Tech TV podcasting series. In our show, we bring you the best in technologies, innovation, startups, fintech, artificial intelligence, cloud computing, and the latest and the greatest in technology worldwide. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. You guys are listening to Tech TV podcast with. Uh, a new episode of TGI Friday with Dan Gudima and myself, Dr. Edward Hernandez, here from the Eclavator. And today, hello, Dan. How are you? I am. Uh, I am doing good. But uh, you know, four days getting up at six a.m. and getting my son to high school in Boca by seven thirty. It's by Friday morning. I am starting to lose it. I actually had to catch a red eye flight oh God. from San Francisco. Well, from San Jose. Yeah. And yesterday, I was done. Of course. You won't believe, I mean, every single flight that you're taking nowadays, is yeah. it a delay, yeah. is, um, has a lot of people. Of course. And then uh, I was like. Cracked. They've optimized the flights with computing. And now they've optimized the flights. I've not been on a flight with an empty seat in years. Yeah, no, but it's like, uh, not only that, but it's the yeah. fact that you have all these people at the airports. I think uh, I was so glad to have a, a, an Admirals Club membership Oh, yeah. And basically stay away from the chaos for a little bit, sit down, eat some food, and maybe just, you know, read some email and continue working for a few minutes before taking the flight. But still, the flights are are, are, are tough. This long flight from Cal- uh, here to California. I think if you're in Miami, take the direct flight from Miami to San Francisco and then drive from San Francisco to anything in Mountain View. Uh, going to San Jose is kind of hard because you have to make a stop at in Phoenix or somewhere else. Oh boy! But anyway, so like yeah, so we had a good stuff. I mean, you went to a very cool event. I think you heard, I uh, heard from you. Um, what was it about? I mean, it was a. Um, it was what like was it? they called it like Innovation Day or something. I'm not getting it right. Innovation Day, but it it was a um, a good place where a lot of people from the tech community were there, and uh, I recognized a whole bunch of people. Um, it was like a mini IT Palooza, like a one eighth, one third of IT Palooza. But but I did see five or six people I know from the tech community that were there. Um, it was mainly presentations. There were a ton of presentations. Okay. Um, the most notable was I'm not going to say it right. Mission was women. There was a very good presentation I wanted to talk about with you, but it was a uh, mission. Critical, I think it was mission critical. Is that mission right? critical. No, I'm not sure what it is. What is yeah, it? Yeah, it's a women. I may have gotten the critical part wrong, but anyway, it was a W a women. That's it's a women in tech organization okay. supporting, and it's run by the woman who's from uh, Finland. I'm not gonna say her name right. So it's Farty okay. or something. Okay. So she and another tech person have moved back to South Florida, and they're trying to promote women to uh, build out blockchain, W3, NFT, crypto. W3 technology overall through meetings, organization, education, uh, capital raising. They're trying to push for women to be running these techs, things. And, and honestly, Miami has some of that. We know that. Right. But I think when we look at Fort Lauderdale to West Palm, we don't have a lot going on. I, I have somebody who's supposed to walk into the studio today who said that that's what they're doing. So okay. they're around, but she was, in particular, really talked about the, the progress of blockchain, prog- progress of W3 in her presentation, and the progress of women uh, as leaders in tech. Wow. 
and their knowledge. Well, that that comes back to like uh, I I just and uh, metaverse and metaverse too. Oh, metaverse. A lot about metaverse. Sorry. We are going to discuss a little bit of my experience at the Metaverse Summit organized by the the, the Economist magazine. Yeah. Very good event. They have two events. One it was Innovation at Work first, and then Innovation at Work. They touch on a little bit of metaverse, but not much. The second day was only the Metaverse Summit, and then we have also Meta with the MetaQuest Pro. Mm. The MetaQuest Pro is actually an XR device. It's fifteen hundred dollars if you want it. It's Who, very who's expensive. the manufacturer? Um, and they didn't say. They Oculus, say it's an, Oculus. It is. It, it, they rebranded. Oculus is no, no no longer exists. Okay, it's Meta. It's Meta. Okay. And then basically, I was surprised to see Ernst Young. Ernst Young has like a good big like a uh, um, Metaverse play. Where you can actually meet people from their um, um, executive team or ex- experts, and you can uh, go into their offices. PwC has another metaverse play. Not live interaction, just preset offices you can wander around, right? No, you can actually meet the person there. Really? You can go in there and you can actually have your avatar, and then you speak to the person. So then instead, of, that's going to replace travel. That's what I was making the connection with travel okay. and the trips. So then um, it was interesting to see Ernst & Young because Ernst & Young is not precisely like the mecca, it's not Google, basically. It's like, why are there? And then uh, the other thing I saw was uh, um, what was interesting was uh, another company called HapTX. HapTX is basically, um, it's an air backpack that okay. pushes air into your fingers with some gloves mm-hmm. and then the gloves make you feel the metaverse <laughs> yes. so you you grab like a okay. like a, like like an apple and it will put some weight to your hand okay pull it down like a little bit of weight you know you feel sounds the apple. like i'm not going to say it but this sounds like it could go x-rated really quickly but that's okay well yeah <laughs> in fact the device they have a new version of the device is forty four hundred dollars but it will not be ready until september 2023 Okay. Okay. You will receive. You have to pay it now, and you will receive it then. So I was like, okay, that's sad news because I wanted to have one in the incubator so we can work on it, do some development cycles or whatever. But it was very interesting because, uh, and the, the most remarkable thing I thought was like, eh, the biggest keynote was the guy from HTC, the the mobile. We phone talked manager. about that. Yeah, HTC. Yeah, of course. He has a brand of a headset called uh, Vivero, V I V E R. E or it's, it's like a, like a combination what, of Viverse is called. Viverse. Viverse, yes. So what is the low point now to get into this metaverse? So what is the lowest, cheapest? I remember there was the phone you would stick into a, a, uh, a um, you stick your phone into a paper a paper mache box or something. Yes, that's, that's, that's the 3D cheapest version of it. But the thing is that what he was discussing was, what is the metaverse? And I think I recorded his presentation, and you can find it on my LinkedIn, actually, a few extracts of that. And he was very happy because I recorded his old keynote. Nobody recorded him. I was on the front set. I was on the front set. So then, then I was able to share with, like, with, the, with the audience. But he presented three interesting things, and I'm going to go over them. Gotcha. The first thing is, like, what is and what is not the metaverse? Mm-hmm. Okay. The second thing that he, he presented is the Metcalf, Metcalf law for the internet. So basically says that the, the variability of an internet depends on the number of nodes on the internet. Mm-hmm. And then he came up with his son. You know, he had a PhD from MIT hmm. in computer science. This guy is oh, yeah. very, it's a brilliant yeah, guy. Uh, and then he's writing a book on the metaverse. So I was like, mm, maybe we should do that. And he was really interested in what we were working in the incubator. Mm. 
he was like, look, I want to work. Let's, let's, you connect me on LinkedIn, send me something, what you got? Okay. So then, um, obviously the Viverse is a headset that they manufacture. And then um, I was very, very intrigued with the third thing that he presented, which is actually was, he compared two ways to grow the metaverse. One in a metamorphosis play. Okay. And the other one that it was just a transformational play. In the first metaphor he made, he said like, uh, maybe we can be like Locus. So then basically right now it turns into an egg, it turns into like an intermediate step and then you they have the Locus. But then they all, it's an ugly way to evolve. But who controls, who is their separate environments or they're all gonna work together? That's the debate. The debate okay. is that Meta as a company wants to control. Of course. Then uh, Biverse, they want, in, in my opinion, what he was suggesting was to make it decentralized, no mm-hmm. control, and make it into a standard. In fact, they were discussing the my, uh, Metaverse um, Summit. They had a, some sort of like a Metaverse specification. Okay. So you can actually make Metaverses that you can transfer stuff from one Metaverse to another Metaverse. It's all coming down to doorways. Coming down to doorways, correct. So so then, uh, 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 so then, they, they, but the, the centralization part was a little bit of a clash because we have, we have they, they brought the Web3 team, the Web3 Foundation guy, and then the Web3 Foundation guy, I think, addresses some of the issues that, that we have addressed here as well in the past about Metaverse, which is basically like, what's the connection with Metaverse and NFTs? Yeah. What is the was it is a connection or not? It's like two separate things. They're, they're mutually exclusive. They're, they don't have to work together. Yeah, but 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 the Web three Foundation thinks that they are they have the best solution because they're they said they're trying to say that the open foundation, open software technology would be the best way to create metaverses. Okay. So then the metaverse does not become the locus. It becomes more like a like a Mr. Alvin said in his keynote that it can become like a like a butterfly. Mm-hmm. So it okay. turns into an egg, into 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 a worm, and then it does well, metamorphosis into something beautiful. That, I totally get it. Meta controlling it is not that. Meta controlling it is not that. That's yeah. in his opinion. That's not the way to go. That that was like that's going to be like a an ugly way to separate the world into multiple. This is right back to IBM PC opens open or not. Yes. By being open, it explodes. By not being open, it doesn't explode. No, but, but, but I was discussing this situation with one of the, the persons there, and I think it's like uh, we have a decentralized, and I was telling her, look, I see this Metaverse Summit here with corporate people. They all wear very, very, the dress code, very nice dress code, very like uh, uh, the food is uh, traditional food, traditional things, and traditional values, corporate people. And then we go to like Miami NFT conference. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that is the like, then, then you're like, okay, it's like Miami NFT week. Oh in Miami NFT week, all people, there's no rules. It's like everybody's doing whatever they want. Women with extra body parts and men with extra large muscles. Yeah. Yes, everybody like are going crazy. They like uh, the cars and the flash <laughs> and the Bitcoin thing and the ring you and the plane. Walk in the entrance, that you're walking to a mouse river. Yes, exactly. So it was, it was, it was a. So I was like. I see a big clash here because, in a way, I think corporate world, America, corporate America, they want to get into the decentralized yeah. domination. Yeah. And it's going to be a war between the two versions of the metaverse. Well, the winner will not be the closed loop. I mean, let's face it, the winner's never the closed loop in general, unless they can control it. But but who controls the internet? Nobody does. Nobody does. And then what, what, what they were, and, and a lot of people, you won't believe this, but I spoke with several investors. 
and they were really skeptical about the metaverse. They were like, why is it metaverse? Oh, it's well, listen, listen, you know, I keep hearing Adam Kravitz say it over and over again about J-Date in 1996. They meet with investors and they say, people will use the internet to date. And the investor said, that will never happen in my lifetime. Well, that's exactly what, and 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 then then I referred into to to this uh, BBC documentary from 1994. Yeah, 1994. And if you listen to this woman yeah. in, in 1994, in the BBC the documentary, imagine a world where every word ever her. written, every picture ever painted, and every film ever shot could be viewed instantly in your home via an information superhighway, a high-capacity digital communications network. What that would mean is you could transform your home into a mammoth interactive entertainment centre with your stock exchange and shopping centre thrown in. It sounds pretty grand, but it all comes down to computers communicating. And in fact, that's already happening on something called the internet that anyone in the world with a computer that? and a modem... I was so, there at the time. So, so this I was is, this on is, Mosaic. This is 1994 documentary from the BBC. I was on Mosaic in 93, so I was there. It was pretty crappy. So basically, like, when you listen to this documentary and you listen to the people at the Metaverse event or the Web3 events, yeah. then you're like, holy, sh holy crap. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same effect. It's the same like battlefield. There, the, the grandiose vision that the internet had back yeah. then, did, any of those things that she's saying did not exist. They were just a vision. But, but now that she's saying it, you're like, yeah, it's, isn't, that, isn't that obvious? It's like it's like if some if somebody will, will come with the with the mysticism, they're like she was Nostradamus of. <laughs> there, well, there is a book. I, I always get it wrong. I think it was Peter Schwartz. He's definitely the author. I think the book was the Inevitable Future. And he just says, just put all this data together and draw a line and you'll be there in the future. And you're going to get there. And that will happen. Just because the data is saying it will. That's it. Data is, it's already happening a little. Right, right, a little, right. A little. Right, right, right. And that, that just grows and eventually it becomes that thing. I totally agree. In fact, like one, one of the things that, um, that it was very remarkable during, during the debate, I heard that it was another aspect that we never thought about. It was just like... You need to be honest in the metaverse. <laughs> well, anyone could be anybody they want in the metaverse, in my opinion. And in fact, he was saying, like, look, that will be the way of defense of you. So then, then you can people will adapt different personas when they go shopping, okay, or they so make a deal. I years ago, a good friend of mine who will never—I'll send him this podcast. To listen to it. He had this idea of a verification system of who you are. Well, I mean, that—that's what they were saying. It's a like, blockchain it's, verification. Maybe that's what we should build a blockchain verification of. Guaranteeing you, you are so people vet you and say this is who that they say they are, and they prove you. Well, that that's what the, that was initially the, the way saying like, and then like how to authenticate the users number one, and um, and you get rated. How authentic are you based on the number of people? If 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 six hundred people have said you're really Edwin, and that's who you really are, and I've checked you, I know you, and you get these ratings, that's that's one way. We're saying pro proof of stake. <laughs> Proof of stake, but I'm saying that's a blockchain app we could probably build very easily, right? Yeah, I know, but that, 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 so it, it intrigues me that the fact that they have this metaverse concept with three dimensional things. I run into this guy actually, he had a company called Duality Robotics. Mm -hmm. He showed me his platform, it was better than everything that he was shown there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then he said, like, Look, let's work together, like, let's I have this idea, uh, help me incubate metaverse projects. 
And I was like, sure, come over. So anyway, so I'm talking out loud here about some people, but um, one of the most important things that it was not precisely within the conference scope, but I think it was very valuable, was the fact that I saw a company that I would never expect to see them in a metaverse events, American Eagle Outfitters. <laughs> well, look, every any any manufacturer has an IT person, strategist, and department, and they they they're a big company. That Outfitters company is a big brand, a big big brand. They yes, want to know right. what where to sell. Where is the e-commerce happening? Okay, let's go there. Yeah. Okay, look at how smart they are. And I think it's something I'm not asking. I'm not. I'm not what I'm going to say cannot be considered as investment advice, but just a fact. Okay, they were smart. They bought. 25 brands during the pandemic. Mm. You're like, you guys are crazy. Why should you buy 25 brands? You're going to go broke. Everything is not buying. But at the same time, they bought one company called Quiet Platform. Mm. Quiet Platform is a logistics, it's the Uber of logistics. Mm. They reuse all the, 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 the warehouses, the same trucks. Cool. So one truck can carry American Eagle, but it could carry Abercrombie, can, can carry Zara, can carry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And by making that efficiency of, of transport, the logistics transport, then they basically have come up with, with a strategic positioning that they don't he- have to have ever, like, problems with, 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 with the inventory. Gotcha. So, so they moved around properly. So then basically they, they're smart because now the, what they need to do, instead of having one brand, they have maybe 50 brands, mm-hmm. 30 that they operate themselves, and 20 that are working with them and making them money. Yeah, and then everybody instead of becoming an antagonistic competitor, they become collaborator. I, I get it. That's exactly the core concept behind FBA. FBA. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow, but that's what's sure, uh, it's only one company, Amazon, but all the sellers they're on trucks being moved around constantly. Yeah, no, but but the, what, they, what, what they were saying is that they they do this. It themselves because obviously if they put it on Amazon, of they, no, they, no, no. it they takes all their. They can't go to Amazon. No, they can't because they, they won't be able to make any market. Their answer on their because the FBA has AI built in. Yes. So they can efficiently make their decisions can be made for them on where the inventory needs to go and and they're offering it to their competitors or their brands under their label. Right. Other brands and it totally makes sense. Right, and and then it comes back to like uh, uh, the MediaVerse concept, and then um, I was like. Wow, this is it. So I came to that realization. So anyway, so I'm gonna we discuss that a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I will invite you down to, to join me because I'm gonna I recorded a lot of the interesting I couldn't record all of them because I had a meeting. Yeah. So I missed the Yuga Labs people, <laughs> okay. which I really regret that. <laughs> but I got I got the guy from the, from the Web three Foundation. I have the guy from the, um, 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 HTC Labs. And I have some other guys, especially one in security, in cybersecurity for the metaverse. Okay. It was an interesting chat and discussion from different perspectives. And I want to like uh, probably share with you those so you listen to them and then we play back to the audience so they can learn more about what happened at this metaverse summit and they can learn more about the metaverse and how is that going to affect your decision-making process and either you're in or you're out of this bandwagon because, because although meta is full in, they took a nice 20% hit yesterday in their stock, right? They went mm. from 140 to $93. All right, uh, let's just say that they suck, but that's another. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's <laughs> another problem for, 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 but Meta was big there. They would have all their team there. Yeah. Everybody was there. And then um, I got in touch with a few guys that were in the policy group 
where they um, they they provide grants to incubators. Wow, that's amazing. So they incubate new that. new meta, look, meta, meta I, ideas. I'm not saying meta sucks. I'm just saying they control a lot of stuff and they just are a monopoly. Let's just do that. No, and I, that, 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 I, I actually said it. And I was like, look, I think, I think the, I, I, told straight in the face to, to this lady from Meta. I said, look, I think, I think the economy just put this together because your cause, your stock is not they're doing very well. They're basically the new, I, they're the new IBM and new Microsoft. That's what they're. That's what they're. Doing. Yeah, but, uh, but I was surprised because no, nobody was discussing anything about Apple and their glasses. There was uh, a lot of concerns about what could happen with Apple. Apple is very quiet. They don't say much, but I think yeah. the, this mixed reality, augmented reality, and real, uh, um, and then uh, it goes back to like the, the, the device, the, the, the augmented reality thing that we have over there, the the, mm -hmm. the biohazard. Okay, like I mentioned mm -hmm. to uh, to people, we have that. I was like, wow. It's like, do you sell the patent? No. Okay. And then this other woman, she actually sees an education with Meta. Mm -hmm. And then um, I show her the AR stuff that we, we we've been working on here. Yeah. And then she wanted to collaborate too. So so there's a lot of things that could be done with this metaverse on on on. So are you side. are you kind of saying that the AR can extend it would happen within the metaverse? Yeah, of course. The, 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 the AR, VR, and all those things. So concepts. you can have like a uh, let's just say a nuclear power plant, and all the workers aren't there. They're all with their mat, their homes, and they're doing all the work. Yes, in case okay. there's an accident, they do that. <laughs> but they kill everybody around it. <laughs> they make a mistake, but they're not there. They're they're on vacation. Yeah, they're they're remote. Yeah, so so those things could happen. In fact, they, they show a demo like there was interesting it's demo amazing. where where they had even that's what the feedback they, they this this like having this force feedback in your hands is crucial. Can we just like get together and try to win a contract from a nuclear power plant and just change everything over to AR? Um, that's that's what they were trying. In fact, like the, the, the guys the guys showing the demo were from from um, uh, France. That's okay. the company. It's, on, it's in France. It's called Avanti. 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 Yeah. So then they they have air. But anyway, so it was interesting how the metaverse is going to change everything supposedly. So that's why we have this metaverse uh, incubator. They even, even have a good name for that. We'll call the product AR Knox. <laughs> AR Knox. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so I guess, thank you very much, Dan. Have a great weekend, and Thanks, I'll yeah. get you to I get to see you next Friday. Get in some sleep. TGI Friday. Friday. Both of us. Yes, we're gonna get some sleep. Thanks again. Bye bye. This show is brought to you by Eagle Communications at the Eagle Elevator in Boca Raton, Florida. 